What's up, everybody? This is the intro to Trees Falling in the Wood podcast. I want to say thanks, as always, for you guys listening to us. Um, it's been a while. We've been gone for about a good week now. Um, so, basically, we just come back, talk about my vacation, my blog post, talk about a couple other things that's going on, on that I've been doing for the past week. Mm-hmm. Also, before we get into the podcast, I'm going to let you guys know that i am actually got some shows coming up. 23rd of... Um, of July, I'm going to be in Danbury, Connecticut, a little private show at a bar out there. Um, I'm actually, and on the 24th and the 25th of this month as well, I'm going to be at, hosting at Joker's Wild. So you guys come on through for that, Joker's Wild. That's the 24th and 25th. Also on the 26th, I'm going to be back out in New York hosting a show out over in Gotham Comedy Club. So I'm, it's going to be a pretty busy weekend for me. So the 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th, I'm going to be working. I'm going to be plugging that stuff on my, um, on my Facebook page and on my Twitter pages as well. So anything you want to say, don't forget about your uh, entry into the uh, last comic standing yeah, yeah. at comics in where's the Mohegan Sun Mo- uh, actually, or Foxwoods Foxwoods, Foxwoods, Foxwoods yeah, yeah. August knows, 5th right he knows about more about my shit than I do so <laughs> August 5th August. Wednesday August 5th 8pm be there uh, encourage Rob laugh a lot mm-hmm. and, uh, and you will anyway he's yeah. funny and then either way you'll be hearing me crying about how I didn't fucking make it to the next round after yeah we'll talk about it on the show when yeah. you could I, I was there you yeah, know Right? No, but listen, man, like I said, we really appreciate you guys giving us a listen. Like, even though it has been a while, I've been on vacation for a little bit, but we talk about some really dope stuff, you know. Um, so, as always, keep listening to us. really appreciate it. Also, we want your feedback as well. So, if you guys can hit up us hit us up on Facebook, uh, my personal Facebook page, um, yeah. on the, the, the podcasting Facebook page. Just hit us up and let us, know, let us know what you think. Don't be the silent majority. Yeah. Listen, be vocal. Right. And listen to us on, um, on iTunes as well. So, hey, we guys, we appreciate you guys. And, hey... Let's get ready for the podcast. You know, even like you saying, oh, we did like 80 in one day. I'm like, I can't even imagine who the fuck, you know, would even like, where were they? Where are they finding it? Because I'm not, again, not getting any responses. I mean, I got like five people in my life that have told me a damn thing about this thing. And one of them's Eric. One of them's Jenny. Well, hey, hey, hey. Hey, whoa. Is that it? <laughs> you fucker. God hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Trees Falling in the Woods podcast with myself, Rob Santos, and... Jeff Deldona. Oh, man, it's been a while. Yeah, so I like, dude, I like catch you off guard. Because, <laughs> no, I just say hey, the intro's been fucking hilarious like that because it's just so funny. It's been a week. And a half. Something like that. And we begin some pretty strong responses. Actually, none, because Jeff, no one likes Jeff. And no, one's yeah, <laughs> no one wants to talk to me about it. I, it's like, hey, guys, I'm trying to put out something. We're trying to put out something that we think is fun and informative and, and entertaining. And hey, quiet down. Hey, <laughs> you know, fuck out of here. Yeah. Fuck up. We're just going to download that shit. Just shut up and talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but no, it's been a while, though. It's, it's Be been... quiet so we can hear you talk on the internet. <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, people don't want to say anything. Everyone loves just being in the background. You know? Yeah, they don't. That's the thing. I think people. I guess people are listening because, like you said earlier, that like we get. You know, sometimes we get at least a few downloads a day, and then some. Some days it's like we get like between fifty and eighty, which is crazy to me. But it's like again, no, no actual response. People are downloading it. I don't think they're just like downloading it and then letting it go into the sky. Mm-hmm. You know, into the ether. Uh, but but again, like you know, we're not getting any really much on like the uh, Facebook page. The Twitter account is almost dead. Like no one, we don't use it. Every now and then, I mean, look, I don't have six hundred <laughs> people on my fucking Twitter account. Let you know how much people actually like my black that, ass or yeah. beige ass, whatever you want to call that's me. That's okay. Ass. I mean, yeah, but you know what though? Like, I think I only on my my personal Twitter. I think I've only got like one oh six. Look, I don't even know. It takes a while to fucking build that shit up. There's so much that goes into building a following on Twitter. Like having, mm-hmm. like having a social media presence is so much more important than actually having 
a real life presence. <laughs> <laughs> when you want to be in the entertainment industry, yeah. Exactly. Or even just in general. Like This is one dude I performed for a, a while ago, and I, I, I don't name him because I'm not a big fan of this dude, and if, hopefully I become something, so when oh, I do yeah. see him, I, you know, fucking rub it in his fucking shitty face. You, but you're the not going to name him, okay. No, I'm not going to name him. He has like... The Can thing you tell is, me afterwards? Yeah, I'll tell you who he right. is afterwards. <laughs> I mean, the, it's funny because he had like 10,000 followers, and the reason why he got booked for like a couple shows that he did where he was doing them at that I did for him at that yeah, weekend okay. is mainly because of the fact that he had that many followers you right. know so that's the main because reason because the, the, the like the ad people or whoever, yeah. whoever the promoters or whatever mm-hmm. look at it go oh this guy people know him so yeah and he's and they, the thing is he's he's alright you know but at the same time like no one really knows him in this particular area so it was um I want to say it was sparse I mean we had decent crowds that was nice but yeah. I mean he wasn't anybody that I was like oh yeah I'm great to be working with this guy mainly because he was so passive aggressive you know what i mean like he was not even like i tried talking to him and try to get to know him or whatever say hey man how you doing try to you know because i've seen him around the way and i've seen like some of the videos he used to have done and all that type of shit and it was just like he was so dismissive man without being dismissive like he just was not paying attention to anything i was saying whatsoever okay. i was like oh i'm sorry for taking your air uh, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. to the air out my mouth and put it right back in him so he can have all the air mm-hmm. you know and the funny thing is <clears throat> i didn't never i never introduced him he brought in his own dude mm-hmm. and his, his 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 middle guy was actually pretty funny but it was just like real stereotypical uh real stereotypical humor and shit and he announced them, so it was all, it was weird, man. It was fucking weird. Like I, I, my job was over, so like after I did my set, my job was done, until like after uh, the guy, the headliner set, and then that's when I went and fucking, you know, said all right, everybody, you know, everybody love everybody. That's why we're here, and then boom, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. So it was very, and that, we had better social media presence than he is in real life yeah, <laughs> because he, he was. No, go ahead. No, I was just saying he was a, he was a jerk, man. I, I was really Do you upset. have any specific examples of like what he would actually have, what he said to you? He said nothing to me. That was the problem. He, oh, he just very dismissive. Very, you know, like I would try to talk to him. We'd be in the green room, right? And I knew something was up because when I went in the green room, there was like a plate yeah. of like, uh, like, like um, grapes and shit. Okay. And I was like, this is weird. I was like, yeah. I've never seen any comedian come in here with like <laughs> demanding like a plate of food to be fed to him. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like yeah. they ordered the food, but he had like a plate of fucking... You know, like a like a like a little plate of like you know uh, fruits and shit like that. It's like wow, this is new. I've never seen this here at, um, mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. And so, then on top of it, he had a road manager, and I was like, wow, I've never seen the dude with a road manager. I mean, guys who've actually done real shit, like better shit than he has, like with legit TV credits and shit. Mm-hmm. Never, they always come in real chill. You know, if yeah, anything, yeah. they they like uh, specific types of water. Like Rob Schneider, there's a specific type of water that Rob likes. Yeah. So that's what he wanted. You know, so they got Adam that for Sandler him. Sandler brand water, or something like that. I mean, you know, okay, no, actually, it's, it's Adam Sandler urine. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, he was, yeah, yeah. that he was drinking. You know, and it was it was it was weird. And so I go in there and try talking to him and it was just like the whole time he was just looking at his phone. Yeah. Like you don't realize how that's like trying to talk to somebody and them looking at their phone is the, like, what is it? What was the equivalent of what, what, what could you equate that to? Um, the DMV. The DM, is it that bad? Well, like, you know, they don't give it. I mean, the the stereotype is that they don't give a shit about it, you. They're it's just like, there to do right. their job. Or going to the Department of Social Services. That <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're quick to tell you whatever it is that they need to tell you, but when yeah. you try to say something back, yeah, uh, okay. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, look, this guy, big ass. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's <laughs> yeah. basically what it felt like. And the, the times I tried talking to him, it was just, it was so dismissive and so passive that I was just like, you know what, my fault. My fault for talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I, I'll make sure I won't talk to you for the rest of the weekend. Right. And it was probably 
probably by far one of the worst experiences I had performing. Huh? Yeah, for the so weekend. This was yeah. at the Funny Bone. Then. Oh, it could have been, dude. Um, there's weekends over at Joker's Wild. Oh, there's weekends okay. over <laughs> at Comics. Yeah, yeah. There's weekends everywhere. There's anything outside the uh, right. well, New York area like Gotham Comedy Club. They'll have weekends. They'll have weekend comics come yeah, up. Because yeah. I'll actually be at Gotham next Sunday. Actually, not this Sunday. Coming there the Sunday after on the 26th, I'll be up there hosting a show for actually the school that I used to go to when I was doing mm -hmm. comedy out there. Mm -hmm. But, um, but American no. Comedy Institute. Yeah, when I was doing comedy, yeah, so it's gonna be like a class show for some like um, young guys who come in and take the workshop class. Yeah. So which is pretty cool, you know. I'm looking forward to it, you know. Um, so now, but yeah, it's, it's just it's been a while. So actually, yeah, there's something else on my mind that I wanted to talk about before I got into what really has been going on. I forgot I had it in my head. It was in the back of my fucking mind. Because it's Robert, been so long. You just got back from vacation. Is that what you want to talk about? No, no, not, not even from vacation. No, no, it was just something else that I felt, felt was, was just, just as important. Actually, my vacation not even that fucking important. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do shit. I just fucking sat there. No, but, well, yeah, I definitely want to talk about it. I was just, I didn't, I was, I, I, I listen, I, now, so some of you guys who know me, you know, know me as a comic, know me as a funny guy, um, but there's also another side to myself that most people don't know. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Either the Ryan Reynolds voice is coming. <laughs> oh, Ryan Reynolds voice. Well, you, actually, you sound a little bit I, like... Actually, I call that my sexy white guy voice. Yeah, Peter Langton. Yeah, Peter Langton. It's like, so, hello, so, uh, you know, my penis inside of your mouth later on this evening <laughs> will be great. You know, uh, Suddenly I want your penis inside my mouth, Ross. <laughs> suddenly I want my penis in my mouth. <laughs> no, because actually, what have you been doing this past week? I mean... Um... Okay, actually, yeah, this is something I, I was I was thinking about bringing up, but like, okay, so I mean, just basically working, but I also um, during the actual week, I started quote unquote exercising. So uh, what I what I've been doing because I'm I'm a super lazy fuck, and you know I'm a bit overweight and I'm trying to get trimmer because um, you know I want to live and um, get mad bitches, get all the bitches. Yeah. I mean, God, I can't wait to just beat them off. <laughs> I'm tired of beating myself off. Um, yeah, that's, that's why I so, do for, <laughs> for the bitches, man. That's so cool. anyway, just kidding, everyone. Um, except for the bitches. Except for the bitches. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, so I've been I've been um, walking during the day, like usually at least forty to forty five minutes. I just actually walked before I came here because we uh, he walked to my house. He walked. Walked. Yeah, yeah. I, I fucking towed my car behind me because <laughs> I can't walk to work. But uh, no, no, I did some walking. Um, you know, run, I run. I, I've been waking up earlier uh, most days and, and just kind of handling shit. Isn't that great when you get up in the morning and yeah, you, and you do enough. shit? Yeah, yeah because with like sometimes I like to get up like at sometimes for me like I'll get up at 7 30 8 o'clock in the morning and then you know I gotta drop off Brooke and you know then like I feel like I got a yeah. couple things that I do I might write some stuff down or do some bills or do something like that and then it's like 10 30 mm -hmm. you know and it's like oh man and it's still and, pretty early yeah it's still pretty early it's like oh man I feel like I've done shit already yeah yeah, yeah. you no, got time yeah there's no that's what it is because time is so oh like, god you, yeah, it's fucking fleeting everybody yeah man like and the thing is if you waste so much of your time being up at odd hours you yeah. know like you like when I'm up at like some people are night owls right yeah so if I'm up at 1 2 o'clock in the morning playing video games or beating off whatever it is I'm doing mm -hmm. you know sometimes when like I, I don't feel like I'm accomplishing much mm -hmm. unless when I wrote you know a couple of things I write it's like mm -hmm. oh man I, okay I'm glad I got this done but there's something different than when you get up in the morning you kind of eat something or yeah, you yeah, kind of yeah, get yeah. things ready or whatever you go take open the door take a look outside for a second kind of get the air out there the, mm -hmm. the, the sun on you and then just something there's something a bigger sense of accomplishment that you get when you do something like that mm -hmm. versus two in the morning yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, you know, generally, because these days I've been working till midnight, and so when I get home, I don't go to bed right away. Most of the time, I'll, I'll either be 
in bed around 2 or 3 in the morning, sometimes 4, but very rarely. But then I still wake up at, like, sometimes 9 o'clock in the morning, some, you know, most of the time, anytime between 9 and 11, uh, never forget, hashtag never forget. Um, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, usually around then, and then I get up and I have all, you know, a bunch of time in between uh, when I wake up and, and have to go to work and stuff, so I've been trying to fill it with things, other than just sitting at the TV and putting my dick in my hand. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. you guys can't see uh, those on channel on, on, on <laughs> news channel eight, which is something that Tony Conrad says. You see me, he's thumbing, putting up. my thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but aside from that, though, actually, what I wanted to bring up was over the weekend while you were away on vacation, and, and again, very glad you guys got to do that. And, um, you know, it was sort of a, a weird, lucky accident that you happened to pick a place that I had been to, and I was able to tell you a little bit about it. But and, and again, you know, we'll talk more about that after. But what I what I did do over the weekend a lot uh, was I actually went back and listened to a lot most of the old episodes. Yes. And um, you know, before like, we went to Rob Studios and fucking <laughs> Puerto Rican cars drove up the street. Remember, guys, this is Rob Studios. You never know what to expect. Yeah, it's not an airport. It's Rob Studios. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I listened to the old episodes, and it, you know, because over the weekend I didn't have a whole bunch to do. And I've got to be honest with you, it's like, you know, normally... It's a snooze fest. No, Normally, if I was bored or something, I'd be like, hey, Rob, are you busy? Do you want to record an episode or whatever? But he was unavailable, so I had to listen to the old ones. And mm-hmm. I, in, in, in a weird way, and I hope this doesn't sound creepy, but it was it was kind of nice because it was like I got to hang out with you for the whole weekend. That is so fucking and another, creepy. No, <laughs> and another, but it's great. And another but, but, yeah. No, as, oh, as gay as that sounds, it's great. Thanks, no, man. no, listen, no. But I actually, no, tell you the truth, sometimes you get, I like listening to the old ones too from time to time because yeah. I felt like with that, the older ones for me personally, I felt like, especially like the first few, like the first four or five, you know, like mm-hmm. when we really didn't know what the hell we were doing, we were recording it on my phone, yeah. you know, or recording it on an iPad or on a fucking shitty computer that I don't even use anymore. Right. There was just something there that the nuance of just being new and, 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 and just sort of fresh eyes to it and just so like really just sort of liking it because not saying we don't like it now but I don't know it's just something fresh and new when you're yeah. when you when I go back and I listen to some of the older ones I think it was because that was sort of before we decided to put the weight of the world on our shoulders with yeah. you know like look guys we'll we'll still talk about stuff in the news and everything but I think we're trying to or I should say for a few episodes that was a very dominant presence uh, in in our show, which was mm-hmm. hey, guess what? Um, you know, Dozal and, and uh, well, Dozal that was some funny shit because I'm actually work, cause I'm working on some funny <laughs> shit when it comes to that broad. <laughs> okay, yeah. good. And I love how this broad is like like, like but then, <laughs> it's almost like she never fucking happened because after that happened, then, <laughs> well, yeah. then the flag started pissing people off, and then um, you that, know somebody I mean, went to a church, yeah. and then you know so it's like every day, every like oh, there's always something new. Like we were What's, saying before we started, yeah, there's always something new to divide us. Well, the, yeah. The, yeah, very much so. And I was just, just going to say real quick, like, you know how it's, it's a tragedy what happened with the, with the murders at the church? And, and you know, again, it's something that's going to divide us again, unfortunately. But, like, I hate to say it, but somebody found a fucking silver lining in that, and it was Rachel Dolezal. Because mm-hmm. the, the tension was drawn away from her, and now nobody gives a fuck anymore. Not no. that, like, should now anybody she... have really given a fuck? It's funny. Right. But should anybody have really given a fuck? Like, other than the weird, um, you know, her running the NAACP thing. Mm-hmm. But 
But now, now, but now no. she's got a job um, working at uh, Family Dollar on Blue Hills Avenue now. On the mm-hmm. Black Family Dollar, <laughs> <laughs> is or, or is it a Rachel Dolezal emulator? Just something like that. You know what? I find fun. I don't know. I, that one thing I've always noticed over the years, especially in any type of business, that especially like retail and shit like that, and every place that I've gone to, that where there's like black dominant, like a black dom, like like black or Spanish dominant places, like a McDonald's or. or or like any place like that, a Walgreens or a Walmart or anything Hartford. like that, or any like any or anywhere in Hartford. I've always noticed that there's like there's always the black Spanish employees and there's always that white manager. Mm-hmm. White will still run shit. <laughs> <laughs> they always find a way in. They yeah, always find we, a way. We in. pay you now. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's so, like oh, it just drives me nuts. But no, I, I hear you. Like we got deep for a second because I felt like we wanted to switch it up, but we can still talk about Transformers every episode. <laughs> we, we can we can do a mixture of it. I think we just got like we were talking about this both of us about how it just kind of got heavy. Yeah, it's like kind of too heavy, and so and then uh, yeah, yeah, we just want to mix it up. And then episode fifteen happened. That bullshit. I don't even need the episode. I love episode. Yeah, that's no, no, no. not bad. It's 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 like it's like um, a really bad movie that you love to watch. Yeah, I really? can't think of any examples. Maybe like Troll Two. So the Trolls are my replacements. But I keep with Keanu Reeves. I never watched that movie. It's a great shitty movie. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm playing football. Whoa, yeah, whoa. Uh, no, I hear you. No, it's just like so much is going on, and the thing is, we're just so eager to talk about. About our our perspective, I think people actually want to hear what we have to say about these particular topics. Uh, yeah, I get that feeling too. You know, um, which is, again, I think it, we probably just top heavy with it, though. That's mm-hmm. all. But they, I think you know, what, from what you've told me, and a few of the people that have genuinely sort of reached out, mm-hmm. they, that's what like whatever I put up on the page or whatever, um, and, and we actually did get like one response one time. Like, what do you guys want to hear about? Yeah, you um, got a response from our friend or my friend uh, Jason Moody, and he's like, talk about Dolezal. No, he, oh, he yeah, no, he <laughs> yeah. really like, he was really eager to hear what we had to say about yeah. him, which is uh, I, it was a blessing. I mean, and there's some other guys like shitty ass Caesar Ostrowski. Mm-hmm. Okay, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Caesar, I love Caesar, but fuck him. Yeah. But no, Caesar, I don't know you, but you're cool. No, nah, right? no, Caesar's cool with people, but he's a piece of shit. Yeah. And no, he had this Where really good. Heard that before, and right? it sucks because he had this really good, good show going on. I'm over at oh, yeah, Middletown. They, they stopped it. Right? Yeah, they stopped it. I, I gotta, I gotta talk, holler at that dude. You know what yeah. the thing is? Get yeah, him on the show. Yeah, I got an interesting thing to talk about. That. Right. To yeah. any, any one of my comedian friends out there, you guys know me on Facebook. If you guys are interested, I've been trying to get a couple guys on yeah. here. I just can't seem to get the schedules down. But if you guys are really interested about coming on to the podcast, I really want you guys here because I really don't talk about a lot of Connecticut comedy like that which we should because I mean, that's your focus well that right now well yeah cause, well, I've been heading back and forth to New York a little bit more and then focusing on other um, projects well just com- just being a comedian yeah. in general well like first oh that's what I wanted to talk about it was great we mentioned it like um segway um what was it the comics contest over at the casino oh, yeah. actually I gotta pay for that shit uh, because the comics contest is coming up, and actually, I gotta pay for it because you know the guy who's running it, he's kind of mad that I'm not doing it. I haven't paid for it yet, even though he said we had to the 19th. Yeah, okay. But no, <laughs> but no um, so I, I'm doing that contest, and I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I did it like two, three years or something like that, and I, for some reason, I have this problem where I do well in the in the preliminary rounds with anything I do, mm. but when it comes to those final rounds, for some reason, I just clam up. I don't know what it is. I think I just mentally take myself out of it where I just, like, ah, fuck this, fuck that, fuck this, fuck this, fuck, 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 mm-hmm. right? And I just totally mentally take myself out of it. Like, there was a guy who, um, I don't know if he listens to the podcast. If he does, it'd be cool. He's a good dude. Um, Pat Oates. I was going to mention Yeah, that. yeah, Pat Oates, good people's, man. I mean, some people have their, their mixed feelings about him, but it is what it is. Um, but 
all in all, all due respect with Pat, he went and actually on his podcast, which has very good sound quality by the way. Yes. By the way. Yeah, I think how do they he, do that. Yeah, no, no, Brandon Smith is a sound dude, man. This oh, guy, okay. he's 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 legit. That guy, he knows yeah. what he's doing. I would and love that's for him. The, the Pat Oates is sad podcast. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, and it's just some good stuff, man. I listened to it a handful of times, and he said he's got more feedback because he talked about comedians on it. So he yeah. was one where he actually broke down some comics. I think he broke down the entire roster of guys that are going to be on that show, and. It got to a point where it came to me where he mentioned my name and, you know, I was, of course, you know, it's like anybody wants to listen to anyone has anything to say about them. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm just clamoring for feedback. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's the problem that I've, that I've had over the years about being here in Connecticut is that there's no real feedback. You know, like mm -hmm. people say, oh, that was good. That was good. I, I want people to tell me like, hey, that was all right, but you could have did this. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like I want to get some an, someone's honest assessment of my work or a joke or an idea that I have. You know, to me, that's far more important and saying that's good or you did great or anything like that so it's, I mean it's, 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 it's whatever no yeah. I'm not saying that you do no, that no, 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 no it, it just you. made me think of something because oh. I listened to that episode too and uh, I was like I, I was talking to um, Jenny the other day about like creativity and you know just even if you don't feel like you're inspired just try to write something but like then it went on to like I was talking about Rob and like how Rob does this Rob does the same thing like he'll he'll just make himself write and I, it made me think of that episode. <clears throat> it made me think of how you know, like you're you're a, a, an extremely talented guy, and you're funny to the point where I could hear your joke said by someone else, and I'll still laugh out loud. Oh, Pat good. Oates references he's he was oh, talking about you. Oh, oh yeah, and he yeah. said like he's got that one joke. Oh man, is that a killer? It's uh, uh this. I was talking to this black dude, and uh, he just kept saying to me, "Hey man, you know you act white. You seem like you're white. Why don't you just be white?" So I turned a hose on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm listening on an audio podcast, somebody else saying your joke, and I'm laughing out loud by myself at work. And I, oh, I appreciate it, man. And that's, uh, thank you so much, man. You're always yeah. kind, man. Like, I, that's to me, is one of my, bar, by far, one of my favorite new jokes that I have. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, there's so much more context to it. And that's where right, writing exactly. comes in, like finding more context to it. And the fact when he said that, I was like, I was like oh, shit, he remembered my joke. And it was cool. You know, sometimes it's always great to get someone to really stand behind what you're yeah. saying and, 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 and liking some of your work like that. You know, and and when he went into it, he said, you know, like Rob is like Rob's doing well. Rob's on fire right now. I was like, man, I appreciate mm -hmm. him for saying that. And it's like, you know, I was always getting in my own way, which is the truth. That's man. What, I yeah. mean, yeah. And he brought up what the what the issues were, but he said that you're focused now and you're, you're like he said, you're on fire. Yeah, so. I got a, yeah, I got a job I like. I take care yeah. of my family, my kid, and it's just sometimes you go through. I don't personal. go to jail. Yeah, I don't go to jail. I, I take care of my kids. Yeah, you know, I take yeah. care of my kids. You're I don't do to, drugs. Yeah, man, I'm none of that shit. You yeah. know, no, no, no. Fuck you, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> you did, did it. Fuck you. I've been sober for 10 minutes. Uh, piece of shit. <laughs> Which episode was that on? I can't remember, man. I oh, went God. off on that fuck, right, man. Right. I fucked him in his face. Well, no, but when Pat did that, man, it was great because one is people like to hear themselves being talked about. Mm -hmm. And two, it's like he was saying some truthful shit, you know? And for me, it's like if I were to go ahead, it's like, man, why did you say some shit? Like, I was always focused. I could say that. No, that he was, he was spot yeah. on and it was honest and it was truthful. And I'm very excited about the show. I'm very excited yeah. about the opportunity of doing it because I haven't worked for comics in ages. So it's just a way for me to kind of get back out there and show them that, hey, this is what I've been doing. I'm a lot better now. I'm more mentally yeah. capable. I'm more, I would say, I was, I've always been mentally stable, but I, I would just say, like, I, I just wasn't, I don't know, I just found ways to tear myself down before mm -hmm. I even got a chance to get built up. Mm -hmm.
And that was always my problem. I think when you say you know, that he the, the assessment was honest and truthful, it was also encouraging. It was very because encouraging. You're, you're back on track, but now yeah. you're even more energized to do it. I think, in more, not in large part, I mean, like, you know, in a fair part because of that mm-hmm. sort hearing that sort of thing right. it's like hey i am you know i am being recognized you right. know what i mean like, I, I, people I, appreciate it right and the thing is too like i don't even know when is that when that particular one is i gotta find i out. think it's august 5th august 5th i want to say is like a wednesday that's yeah. the, that's your night i think which i'm like oh fuck i gotta see if i can get that night off but i i, I don't know i, oh, I man. This, that's this, during one of our dumb peaks at work dude that's a, it's a long ass drive I don't fucking see that. myself do five goddamn minutes. Honestly, I would just, you know what I would really do? I'd probably get my sister and brother-in-law and be like, hey, we're going to go down to the casino. Do you want to go down, like, for the day? And then at night, I'm going to go watch a show. You guys can come with me if you want. I'll, I'll, yeah. It'll be a technically a, maybe a bringer show. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. It's feel like it, right? No, it's, yeah, Wednesday, August 5th at 8. Yeah. So I got to make sure I got that fucking dine off. Okay. I think I might. I don't know if anything. It's I only a couple weeks away. You might want to... Uh, yeah, but put in your request for that. Yeah, my job is fucking brutal for that shit, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta do it like within like two years in advance. Yeah. But no, uh, but no, but I'm looking forward to it because some of the guys that are on it, I know pretty decent, and you know it's just always good. I mean, sometimes the competitions, man, they can throw people off. Like there's some guys that can talk about themselves and say, man, they're not good comp- contest guys, and then sometimes some people can feel that way. I personally don't think I'm a contest guy either, especially when it comes to being in certain situations. You know, like mm. you know, because it's all subjective, man. I mean, it's it's really hard. To tell like i did a contest a while ago for um for the comic strip right mm-hmm. it was the lottery and what the lottery was they did it twice a year and the lottery started they had it like they had one like around december and they had one like around april so i did i did it once and the thing is i did very very well to the point where sherrod small really liked my stuff oh nice yeah like he really liked my stuff like he went like i think he i said i started that's when i started experimenting with my afro out and I had my hair out that night, and he said something, and I forgot what it was. It was kind of like in reference to, like, Busta Rhymes. He said, I look like a something Busta Rhymes. And all I said was, ooh, baby, I like it raw, which had nothing to do with Busta Rhymes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, isn't that ODB? Yeah, it's ODB. <laughs> ODB. Had nothing to say about this dude, but what ended up happening was, what made this amazing was the fact that I saw that look in his face, like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I went in, I did myself. Mm-hmm. I, I did my best. I nailed it, you know, to my best of my abilities that particular evening. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where my peers was coming up to me. It's like, yo, Rob, yo, you killed it. Da, da, da. Even guys that are on TV now that are um, that were saying it, like, yo, Rob, you killed it, man. And, you know, Rob Stewart, here we go. Like, you yeah. killed it. And then, like, I didn't get, I didn't get passed. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the thing. You were, Like, the guy that got passed, one guy that got passed, he had one good joke. And the other guy got passed. He was there for a little bit, but he's not. But he's not even working there now, actually. Okay. And he's actually. I'm actually pretty cool with him. I've worked with him a handful of times over yeah. at Joker's. And so it's like, you know, it's just it's subjective, man. Yeah. You, you never know what to expect. Like I can like I, I can see myself getting out of the first or second round. That third and fourth round, that's where it kind of gets murky for me, where because I, I never really sustained myself that long to keep myself mentally available. Does the audience vote? Nah, there's just judges. Oh, okay. So not, it's like yeah. last comic. It, it yeah. literally is last comic. And the thing is, and, and I know who came, and I know who comes in second on last comic comic standing. I actually know who's wins the the this season of the last comic standing, which is fucking sad. 
Well, you know the next one? No, the one that's coming up. Oh, yeah. The one that's com- yeah, I know who wins. You can't tell me, though. No, no. <laughs> tell, tell me off the air. Tell yeah. me yeah. off the air. Yeah, but is that fucking sad? <laughs> <laughs> so it's already filmed, obviously. Yeah, it's already yeah. been filmed. Look, this is, that's the thing. This is the thing that people don't understand when it comes to these contests, when people watch this stuff on these shows. Yeah. It's not like it's not what they think it to be. There's fucking, there's, there is nothing left to chance whatsoever. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm starting to think the Super Bowl's rigged, NBA Finals. I'm starting to think all that shit is rigged. Wait a minute, don't fucking tell me WrestleMania's rigged, okay? Is it? No, wait Don't a you dare ruin my goddamn uh, life. Right? I mean, look, I can honestly see Brock Lesnar losing to fucking this, the, the, Seth, uh, the Rollins? Seth Rollins on Sunday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll find, some, no, they'll, they'll find a way. They'll find a way, right? Yeah, somebody will come in or whatever, mm, yeah, you know, disqualification gets to keep the belt. Yeah, is that, wait, 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 that's not SummerSlam, is it? No, no, SummerSlam's next month. Because so then, yeah, Brock will be at SummerSlam and then he'll probably win there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some shit like that. Well, no, but it's how it goes, man. Now that we've like, alienated any cute girls out there, let's listen, go ahead and... Do it for the bitches, baby. <laughs> no. Do it for the bitches. Right. No, nah, but that's the thing, too, man. Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because it's an opportunity. Because I think for myself, not to make this whole fucking podcast about me, uh, is the fact that, you know, you, um, like... Like when you're when you put yourself out there, man, and you're and, and you're and you're like putting your wares out there, and you, man, you try to give it your all, and then sometimes you get bitter, man, you get angry, and I, yeah. I'm not trying to say like I like some people can say bitterness can be like people can bitterness could be a bad thing, but sometimes yeah. you get bitter because like you want to do well and and you don't. And you get a little upset about it to the yeah. point that you become bitter, and then that's where it can go a step further from being like little like bothersome right. and shit. But yeah, like it starts out as like, "Huh, that's a little funny," and then it's like, "Hey, come on," you know. Mm-hmm. Like I'll give I'll give you an example of where that occurs in my life, and any any of the real comedians um, <clears throat> out there listening are gonna think I'm a, a fucking pussy for whining about this. And but you know, I'm not actually a comedian. Who knows? Someday maybe I'll try it. I don't know. But and again, not to say like oh, give it a shot. Couldn't hurt. You, like you know what I mean? Like or, it's yeah, a, the reason I'm not doing it is because it's a scary, challenging thing. Right. But um, you know, like my my Facebook page, for example, or my Instagram, or a lot a lot of things. Like all that stuff's kind of tied together anyway. But um, to me, that's sort of. You know, it's gonna sound so fucking pretentious, but that's like my art. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not sitting down. I don't typically sit down and just like write things or whatever. I, I, you know, I've written like ideas and stuff down in the past, but mostly I'm just, I come up with a joke or something, or I come up with a meme. Puerto Rico, I make a meme or something like that, and I put it out there. And you know, like these days, within the last maybe three or four years, gets a little tiny, tiny response, which I'm grateful for that, you know, the people that do respond do. Um, but I feel like back in like the heyday of like Facebook, when I would put stuff up, I'd get a pretty large response, a lot of, a lot of likes or whatever, a lot of people like, oh my God, funny or whatever. Yeah. And when it, it was great. And I just feel like that's, that's died down. Oh, that died. That's, it's, it's a Twitter now. Well, but yes, but I still I don't get much response on Twitter either. But that's just because like you know like you're gonna have more as a, as a normal regular person you're gonna have more uh, Facebook uh, friends than you are gonna have Twitter followers because like p- Twitter is mainly for you know following people that are notable you know what yeah I mean? of course so but I don't know if it's just like they because they've changed facebook or anything like that like maybe the the way that the algorithm works where like what you what you actually end up seeing is different 
Or it could just be like maybe people are fucking tired of my shit. I, I don't really know. But, mm-hmm. you know, then I look at, at um, somebody else's thing where they didn't even create the thing that they did. Mm-hmm. They're not even necessarily making a joke or anything. Like they're not putting a caption on like something that they shared from some other like Facebook page or whatever. And they get a big response. So, you, yeah, okay. <clears throat> so I, I guess I feel like I'm over here, I you know, in a way creating, again, not on the level of a comedian or anything like that. But I am creating. And it's it's going largely unnoticed, or I don't I don't even want to say unappreciated or whatever. But it, it you know it makes you bitter, and it makes yeah. you not necessarily want to go forward and continue to do that sure. stuff. Except that a real creative person ultimately is compelled to do that no matter what. Yeah, because I mean, look, when I see someone like Tiger say some shit like sometimes in life you got to get in the car, turn it on, and drive it. Oh, really? oh man, oh, man. that shit's a real yeah, life he's shit. So deep. Yeah. Oh. That's his Twitter thing, right? That's yeah. one of his posts, probably. But that's what it is, man. Like, I try not to get too upset. Like, I got 600 some change people, man. But the thing is, I look at it like this. We got, like, what? Let me say over 1,500 downloads, maybe 16 oh, getting close to it. So, for me, like, getting that, that's a way to be able to be listened to. Like, yeah. there's so many different mediums in which to be done. Like, we have a lot of projects that we're trying to do. Like, like I mean, for us, like, personally, we're going we're gonna to do this one thing where we're going to record ourselves watching the... Uh, Watching the, the the last season of Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones. or I, Game of Fucks. Oh yeah, I got to bring yeah. up this other thing. But continue. You want to continue? No, I'm going to go. So I put it out there um, a week or two ago, like about how we want to start doing things like that. And yes, we will do Game of Thrones. You got HBO uh, on demand, right? I got I got that shit. Okay, good. I got that money. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what the other thing was. Uh, I mentioned about hey you know like we want we also want to do maybe some audio commentary companion tracks for other things yeah and I just said like what movie uh, would you like us to watch and one of our listeners and and Facebook friend and I guess real friend too sort of don't don't see her in real life but oh, man, shout yeah. out oh, to Julian Clark oh shit <laughs> um, oh, my bad Joe. She, <laughs> no, no, no. she um she first she mentioned what she mentioned I know well ultimately we decided on the movie Chappie. Because I haven't seen it. I know you haven't seen it. And we can just watch it fresh. <laughs> I like how you say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you haven't seen it. <laughs> no, it's a movie and, and it, it exists. So that means you haven't Wait, seen is it. Is that what this, um, with this, with, with this digger with the, with the mullet? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, uh, Diane Wood or whatever. Yeah, Wolverine. Those two, those two people. Yeah, Wolverine has oh, a mullet. Oh, yeah, no, Wolverine, Wolverine has, has a mullet. mullet. Yeah, yeah, so Wolverine yeah, got yeah. a mullet. Yeah, well, he had a mullet in the other minute. <laughs> <laughs> so Wolverine basically goes from fighting people in uh, X-Men world to fighting mm-hmm. a, a robot. Yeah. I don't I, I don't even know what he wants to do with the robot, but maybe he wants, he wants to, to harvest the metal he or something. Fuck it. He, he might want to. Listen, I mean. you guys stop the world. You don't let... Wolverine fucked this robot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Wolverine fucks this robot. And it's robot. up to Slumdog Millionaire and Diane Wood to stop it. Yes, yeah, no, it's up to fucking, um, what's his name? Uh, the dude who need, with the last airbender. Slumdog Millionaire. No, he played last airbender too. He played um the, the, the bad guy in that Slumdog movie. Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah, that fucked that movie. Fuck. You know, I know. You know, the guys who did, you know the guys who wrote that shit act like that shit never existed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they, have, they have to disown it. Like, they... 
God, I don't know. Never mind. Every I time they see, they, they see M. Night Shyamalan walking down the street, they just they cross over to the other side like he's a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, dude. If, they, if, if M. Night Shyamalan made a movie about himself, he probably would cast a black guy because he doesn't understand which races are supposed to be what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that fuck. I did it for kids. No, you didn't. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. fucked it up. Now they'll never make another movie like that again. And that, no. like, Those guys are fucked. Hey, just enjoy that show and be glad that existed. Yeah, but that's, that's millions of dollars that M. Night Fuckalon. Yeah. <laughs> So no, but we. So I, I propose one night. Um, I'll go to like Redbox, grab Chappie, and we'll we'll do a uh, a recording of our genuine reactions to it while it's happening, and and then of course we'll do the Game of Thrones thing. Oh, dude, that'd be fucking awful. Watching Chappie. I know. I'm, that's I'm, that's I'm, why I'm, it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna totally shit on it. Yeah, that's the whole point. Like 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 Ant Man. I'm not gonna watch Ant Man with you because <laughs> no. I can record us watching Ant Man right now. Yeah, exactly. I can record us watching Ant Man. Yeah, the entire time, right? Because it's, yeah, it's yeah. an audio recording, so people could hear us saying mm-hmm. it, which would be great. That we can do it. This one was will actually record on my phone. Mm-hmm. Like you do not want to watch Ant Man with me, no, because it's gonna be fucking awful. No, because I'm totally not gonna be. I mean, look, Ant- I heard it got really good reviews though. It did. Yeah, apparently it did. I mean, I I never doubted it would get at least good reviews. I'm I'm hoping. I, didn't, I haven't read the actual reviews, mm-hmm. but um, I'm hoping they're better than just good. You know, because yeah, it's Marvel. Yeah. You want it to be pretty pretty. The, the, good. Yeah, Britain Herald gave a too enthusiastic thumbs up. Oh, good. <laughs> wow. Britain Herald and their pamphlet that they call a fucking newspaper, <laughs> and that shit costs four dollars to get. Oh Jesus. Um, no, it's, I mean I'm looking for. Like I said, we try to get a lot of content out there. <clears throat> and the thing is too, like being away. Like I wrote this uh, blog post about being away when I was on vacation. That's like a whole other medium as well. Just you know, I, I never really called, considered myself as a blogger, but to have actually people, because that's just a new thing that people like. I mean, look, people can shit on bloggers all they want, and mm. because it, a lot of it is because there's no real um, journalistic integrity that's there. It's just it's, it's, it's all editorial. All editorial, all bullshit opinionates, opinions yeah. and shit like that, and it's gotten to a point where like people are, have gotten worse and worse because it's like you know it's basically like me on the podcast, man. Fuck this, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, if you really listen there, I say some real shit, you know. And yeah. so I wrote this, I wrote this blog post on mine. It's at well, Mr. Santos on WordPress, and um, when I wrote it, I remember I was sitting down on. I started jotting the ideas down while I was sitting down at the beach, mm-hmm. um, at, in Lake George, and. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes like when you're on, um, you know, you're on vacation, you know, you get that feeling. It's like, oh, you don't want to go back home. It's like, oh, I don't want to go back because this basically isn't reality because you're just, mm-hmm. you know, that's what people want. People want to, like, people towards the tail end of their life or when they retire, they basically want the reality of their life to be just doing shit, you know, doing yeah. fun things. Or Not, no obligations. Exactly. And I'm sitting there, you know, I'm, I'm there. Like, my thing is, like, I'm ready to go back. You know, yeah. I want to go back. I want to, I want to. It's like the calm before the storm, you know, mm-hmm. like that, that change in my life where it's like, man, this is great. I can't wait to do this again, but I want to go back and put some work in. Mm-hmm. And as I'm, I, and as my whole time away, like for the, like the five days that I was away for up there, you know, it, I mean, I wish we could have had two extra days on it, but mm-hmm. it was cool because, you know, I'm sitting on this beach and I'm looking at all these people, like you know, white people, black people. I mean, there's more white people than anything else, but it didn't matter because like, the entire time that I was away, I did not feel like a black or beige man or whatever I like to call myself. I yeah. just that's why I entitled it um, freaking my my vacation from being black. You know, yeah. it was it's for me. It was just like the whole time I was away. It just like it was just great. It was chill. It was peace. You know, I I didn't have to worry so much. Where people were looking at my hair, maybe you know, but it wasn't as bad as it is out here. Yeah. You know, one guy made a comment the entire time I was out there. One guy made a comment. He was the fucking dude from uh from Golden Corral, and I had to check him. <laughs> I was like, can I get my steak, nigga? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, crazy hair! It's like, oh, look, your hair's a little crazy. My hair's like because when they know they, because f- people know they fucked up. 
this way anything that happens in life. But if you ever someone says something to you and, you, and then you and your reaction is not what they expect it mm-hmm. to be, what they do is they get self-deprecating quick. Yeah. And he was like, "Well, my hair is like that too." And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "Can I get my steak, nigga?" Can I, you know, what I'm saying medium <laughs> well, dog. Trying, yeah. And you're just know, like you're yeah. just like not letting him go. No, I didn't. But then I, but then I, and I, and I, was, I was such an asshole with that. But then I just said, you know, but not so good, baby. Yeah, whatever. You know, I just I was nice to him afterwards and shit. Yeah. But that to me was like the only time that like I didn't have to worry about being sideshow bi. I didn't have to worry about being this. I worry about being that or get a haircut or yeah. or do this. You got to look the way I want you to look because you know that's how I feel comfortable about myself. If you look the way I want you to look because we, right. I want you to be different, but not too different. Be be my different. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. And Corporate it just, different. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, enough for us to keep our funding. That's what that's what yeah. you know diversity <laughs> yeah. is. And it was cool, man. I just like I said, sitting on that beach, man, just the whole time, just jotting down those ideas and you know putting that together. It's just mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. You know, I found peace within my little girl, and just watching my my girl and my kid play around with each other, and it, it was peace, man. And I, right. I can't I can't keep saying the word peace enough because that's exactly what it was. Right. You don't have to worry so much about anything else. But I was, you know, ready to get back to the real world, and you know, pay these bills, and work this job, and you know, try to establish wealth in a sense. Right. You, know, you like, used it as as basically a refresher and not necessarily just an escape. Yeah, because that's what I, I could have, like, because we went, it was funny because, like, we went to, um what was it? We went to Six Flags and it was called The Great Escape. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it, it kind of felt like that a little bit. Yeah. But it's just, I didn't want to be too far from reality. That's why we only drove two and a half, two, two hours and 45 minutes mm-hmm. away. Yeah. You know, and and you know we're away, we're far enough where that we're away from the shit, but mm-hmm. we're still close enough to be around. Like I didn't watch any news or right, anything right. like that. Like I like I wrote in the piece, like the the top story in the paper for two days was a bear <laughs> that got hit by a car <laughs> that they had to put down. That yeah. was like, ain't this some shit? Mm-hmm. And I, you would think the bear was the mayor of Lake George <laughs> and the Adirondack yeah, 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 freaking yeah. preserve and shit. You know? And it was cool. Like, I actually want to go further up. Yes. And yeah. the preserve because it's amazing out there. Yeah, actually, at the very tippy top of Lake George is uh, Fort Ticonderoga, which is a really cool, big ass fort. Yeah, that's nice and go. peaceful to go to. Did uh, you guys, did you go to Fort go, McHenry? We, or no, not we McHenry, Fort William Henry, sorry. The one that's in Lake it's, George. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. yeah, we didn't go in it, but we no. looked at it. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was right. It is there. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I didn't, you know, the thing is, because it's so much history that's up there, like, where just basically white guys fought each other. <laughs> like, there were black guys too. Yeah, man. some of them were forced, and some no, of them thought they. So it was like, yeah, we'll give you freedom. They fought for their freedom. Yeah, we'll give you freedom in 1963. No, <laughs> like whatever. They were free. They just weren't as free as they would like to. Ah, what's yeah. the word? Uh, when did they stop hanging niggas on Saturday afternoons? <laughs> like, like, when, when did that happen? I don't have the year on that. Yeah, exactly. None of us do. But no, it just it was it was like that. But even then, there was so rich in history. Look, I yeah. dig what happened. How the country became to be what it was like we were on the part of the we took a boat ride on the on the on the lake that barely scratched the surface of the lake itself yeah. and the and the cool thing about it was it's like we're riding along and you see people in their summer homes and in these houses that are like built right into the mm-hmm. cliff area or mm-hmm. right off the, right off the lake itself you can and, rent some of those actually yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i heard 
And it's, it's beautiful, man. It's just a real chill place, man. It's just sometimes like the backdrop was just the mountains. Mountains and a lake. Yeah. yeah and just like winding roads and shit. And yeah. Exactly. I, I, I'll probably put more pictures up on Twitter or something or put more pictures up on Facebook, on my personal Facebook page. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really like to broadcast my life out there like that because, you know, I try to separate the two. Yeah. But it was it was fun, man. And, and you know, watching my daughter sort of adjust to the whole aspect of being there yeah. and, you know, just like really liking it after a while. And you know, because she kind of sucks, so <laughs> so it just it took a while to get used to shit. You know what I mean? And and the thing is, I, I thought about comedy obviously, but I was not thinking about performing. Like, I haven't performed in a while, actually. I thought you went like a week or two ago. No, that was before I left. No, I was supposed to do something the other night, and I I, I had I I didn't I didn't go. I was actually stuck at work for a little longer than oh, what I wanted shit. to. Which yeah. is, I gotta apologize to Vinny Beetle for that because I didn't go. You know, I, that's a big. I was a jerk move on my end. You know, because this is another thing, too, I was having discussions about, like, with, with Erica, because it's like, you get to a point where, you know, you really want to, you really want to, you want to do good work, and you want to do good shows, and, and then you find yourself around guys that, you know, it doesn't matter who's subpar, or who's average, or who's not, but then sometimes you don't want to get categorized with those guys, especially when you feel like you're mm -hmm. um, a, an elite talent, or you feel like you're better than some of those other dudes, and then sometimes you feel like you're doing shows that, like, you know, you gotta do those shitty shows, you gotta do the crap shows, but then after a while, it kind of gets to you, mm -hmm. and then sometimes you get you, you get upset, or you think you're, someone's gonna sell you promises, and sell you dreams, and sell you this, and sell you that, and then you go do it, and it's like it's, you're, you're getting that same bullshit treatment. Mm -hmm. You know, you're being treated like an open micer all over again. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many people that don't see themselves as open micers. There's a lot of comics that probably are that feel those way. And there's some comics that are probably listening to this podcast mm -hmm. that feel themselves as like they may consider themselves as open micers, but they can probably consider themselves as a little more. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when you're doing shows and you know the shows are lackluster and you know and you're like you, you, it's like you're following two or three comedians that sort of bombed in front of you and and you feel like man now I, now I gotta spend two to three minutes to five minutes of my time getting them to like warming me, them warming up, them yeah. up again and then actually getting a chance to do my set. Yeah. You know it, it's, it's daunting. It's, it gets frustrating after a while. You don't want to call out names. You don't want to say, oh, you suck and you suck. It's like, yo, everybody deserves to get out there and do work. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just when you're at a certain peak or a certain point, you feel like, you know, you want to work with people who are somewhat like that you're that your contemporaries with, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that you want to be able to do good work with, you mm -hmm. know, because you want to do good shows and you mm -hmm. want the next person that you're working with who's better than you to want you to do better than them. And mm -hmm. I remember, I remember doing that in New York City. It's like every time I would do a show, man, I would think someone would do a set that right in front of me that was better than me. I wanted to go and do it there better than them. And I remember there was points when I was out in New York City where my comedian friends would just come up and watch my set. Mm. You know, they would gather around and I would see them watch my set and doing shows because they were interested in what I was doing mm. and then vice versa. You know, I don't see that so much here anymore, you know? Mm. Or I'm at the point right now where it's like, I, like if I'm at an open mic, I would barely watch the mic anymore. Because mm. I know what to expect. You know, and that's no disrespect, but just being real. You know, and but if I see a couple sparks in some people, it's like, oh, I like that joke, and then I'll try to give them feedback on that joke. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then I'll say, hey man, I like what you did here, I like what you did there. Mm -hmm. You know, but sometimes you just you know you're watching stuff, and, and and maybe maybe it's the comic, or maybe it's the audience. Sometimes that's shitty, and and you know the the audience can sometimes antagonize the comic, and it just it, it just fucking. It, it puts you at a bad, bad taste in your mouth, and mm -hmm. I, that's what it, that's what's been happening for a long time. I just had this real bad taste in my mouth. Mm -hmm. Even when I got back from New York City, even to this day, I still, I, I, I was, I, just, I had this bad fucking taste in my mouth of what it was like to go from being in New York to being in Connecticut, mm -hmm. and then being out in a, out in Lake George. It was none of that existed anymore, and now it's just I don't give a fuck anymore. You know, right. 
It's like, look, if you're look, everybody deserves a chance. Everybody deserves a chance to be to, to work it out. And you're supposed to suck your first year or so, um, you know, which is standard. And but the thing at the same time is like, you know, I see myself as somebody who works very, very, very hard mm-hmm. at what I do. Mm-hmm. And I just want people to acknowledge that. And then sometimes, like I, the other day, I did a fucking jerk move. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what I did to Vinnie Beetle, I shouldn't have done. Yeah. You know? And I, I, I feel insanely fucking bad. And have yet to apologize to him for it either. Like, yeah. that, to me, is something I should have been more professional in that moment. I've actually got Vinnie Beetle on the line. Oh, you do? Oh, <laughs> Vinnie Beetle. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to hit him up on this, too. It's like, hey, Vinnie yeah, Beetle, yeah. give a listen. I apologize. I should, I'm, I'm like, it's like It's like an apology. Publicly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, because yeah. I should never have done that. Yeah. You know? But I had a big lapse in judgment. Yeah. And, and, and I feel bad, yeah. you know? And, and for me, it's just like, I, I, I have a lot of pride in what I do as a comedian and as a writer. Like mm-hmm. writing, like, like writing we're, like I, we're working on this project, you know, like I've been working on it, I'm just throwing you the idea, it's called Beige on Both Sides. Mm-hmm. And what Beige on Both Sides is essentially about my life. Mm-hmm. And essentially, Beige on Both Sides is a 10 episode apology letter to Erica. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's that's, that's beautiful. Exactly. That's what it is. It's a 10 episode apology tour (laughs) for like all the dumb shit that I've done. The the situation I put myself in, whether it was with other women or whether if it's just, you know, not understanding how to be a boyfriend or be a man and then being a dad and then coming from New York to Connecticut and losing some friends that I was real good friends with and that I will never talk to ever again, Mm -hmm. even though I went to their home and they wouldn't even look me me in the fucking eyes. You know what I'm saying? But I was friends with you for over 15 years and you came yeah. and looked me in the fucking eye and give me the common you know what I'm saying right now honestly I'm picturing I don't know what that dude looks like but I'm, mm. I'm picturing him slowly driving by your house in the rain just like mm. you you know, or, or listening to the to the to the, mm. uh, the podcast out of just like what that motherfucker's up to you know, yeah exactly no thing. doing shit you know yeah. what I'm saying and the <laughs> yeah. thing is is like I had to break free from that dude yeah like right. I had to He's a, he, look I don't know the guy but from what I understand he was a poison in your life yeah and that's why you and I have always come back together, right? Every single time, yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's supposed to happen. And I'm then the motherfucking antidote, baby, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's what it feels like. Because sometimes you just have to associate, so you associate yourself with people who are like minded and and make you feel like you're something as well. It's mm. important, you know. And and that's what was happening. I felt like I wasn't appreciated enough. I wasn't, you know. And it, that doesn't fucking matter because right. you have to appreciate yourself. And that's right. what's happening more or less now. That's sort of like the more Moral of what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and it, it's you know because the thing is, I take pride in who I am and what I do, and and being in Lake George, that's pretty much sort of what happened. Mm-hmm. Was really starting to take a look. I was like, man, you know what? I'm doing good shit. And you got to got to really just look at Rob and not like black guy Rob, Puerto Rican Rob, or any mm-hmm. kind of other Rob. Just like Rob, just hanging out and whatever. Yeah. People like I mentioned uh, before the show, we were talking about it a little bit, and and the, you know it's it's funny that you you named it uh, your, your your blog post uh, my vacation from being black. And it ended up not even being about being black otherwise, because on your vacation, you there was you just there was no comparison to, to so you didn't make any comparisons in in your blog. You know, you're just like you know, I meant you know you mentioned like that 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 a lot of people say like oh you know in order to find yourself if you're a black person you should go back to Africa go to the motherland and, mm. and see what it's like. That's the only comparison you made in the entire post. By the way, very well written. I enjoyed reading it and it really kind of opened me up to like that. You know, I in, in the recent weeks I've I've had um, mm-hmm. issue a bit. 
personally with your cynicism at times because I care a lot about you and I don't want you to I know you you have you have happiness in your life but I care a lot about you and I, I don't want you to just completely be a cynic I know you yeah. gotta be a cynic because you're a comic you I get it yeah. I'm, I'm, I am a uh, somewhat com- comedic persona too we have to take the piss out of things I understand yeah. that you know but that post was like oh god he's 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 finding peace in other places as well yeah, which is really nice like the comic in me comes out first the, the right. funny in me because the, the and the thing is like the cynicism I don't even say I'm a cynic I just question shit yeah I, and yeah yeah because yeah, and there's a level of cynicism when it comes to questioning because exactly. people, people don't like being questioned yeah. yeah but I was always taught since I was a kid from my mom to question everything and that's what I'm going to go at and do with Brooke yeah. I mean when she just so even, I don't say question me but even just sort of like I want her to know that whatever it is I say and do yeah. I have her best interest at heart no matter what Mm-hmm. You know, but um, the thing is, I was always taught to question things, you know, no matter what it is. Yeah. And the thing is, like, even when it comes to like working jobs and questioning management, because just because you have a position of power doesn't right. mean you know every goddamn thing. It doesn't thing. mean you're always right. Exactly. So I, I've always had that position of just like being that guy who yeah. does not afraid to question authority. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's bit me in the ass and sometimes I've gotten a lot of good feedback from mm-hmm. it. But sometimes it's like, you know, you get to a point where it's like, yeah, you don't want to be that dude all the time. But and I think that's what it is. Like there's. There's that um, stigma that comedians aren't happy people, mm-hmm. which is I would say not 100 percent true. But you know, uh, I think maybe the frustration is is happens easily. But oh, yeah. again, you've got lots of things to be happy about. But I I, I just felt like there when we would talk sometimes you'd kind of tout like a lot of like like fuck the world and all this other stuff and it's okay you can still feel like that mm-hmm. but I, I'm just I was very pleased to see that like yeah th- right. that there that there's a side of you that. Maybe I haven't seen lately, but it's there. Right. Like, I could say this. I've been on medication mm-hmm. for a year, yeah. about a little over a year now. And I like I was worse about 2012, 2013. And, um, and, I, and I, when I started taking my medication, um, I basically said to myself when I first started getting the effects of it, I was like, man, it still fucked the world. Mm-hmm. I just have a better attitude about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, 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 and the thing is, is because... You know, there's so much out there that divides us as human beings. And I feel like for me personally, like having my coworkers come up to me at my job and tell me how much they like the piece or Mm -hmm. um, other people come to coworkers and comics coming up to me and telling me how much they like the podcast or like the work. It's because when you put yourself out there, like remember, like you're bearing awe, man. Mm -hmm. Like you're like you're you're letting so much of yourself out on a night on a daily basis with Mm -hmm. people that sometimes you you can get frustrated because it's like, yo, this is me. Mm -hmm. And, and, And when you're bearing all and you're naked and shit like that it just it can be bothersome if you don't feel like you're getting what you deserve or you know and the thing is like and the thing is that and that's where the real problem is thinking what you deserve yes <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just sometimes like oh you don't yeah, what, oh, yeah we got a little more oh, no, yeah. Yeah. yeah and the thing is it's like I don't know it's just it, like something kind of st- stuck out at me and it's like you know, like, look, the shit that happened in New Haven, you know, with those body parts missing. And yeah, shit, like, crazy. Which, which is crazy because New Haven's slipping. Yeah. The, Brit, the Britain had body parts missing months ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, what I'm Jesus saying? And y'all supposed to be gun-waving New Haven. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> New, Britain's been, New Britain's been digging up body parts for months. Definitely. <laughs> you know, but it's just like you get to a point, man, where, like, you do change. And, like, with the podcast, to sort of bring it back. You know, the podcast, we're getting deeper because we were changing as human beings, as people. We're growing with it, you know. And then, you know, there's still some funny there. I mean, you know, most of the time we didn't understand what it took to be hosts. So we didn't understand to really 
what it was like to have these conversations and, 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 and piece them together the way we're trying to. And some of the shit sound forced, some of it didn't. And shit, you gotta figure, well, this is only, what, episode, what, 18? It's 18, Yeah, it's episode 18, so it's like, damn, we've only done this 18 fucking times. Yeah. And, and the fact of the matter is, it takes a while for fucking dudes to build up, like the dudes from Lateral Moves. Yeah. Like, we should have been done a crossover episode with those dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, even though the fact that, you know, we had that whole thing that took, that took place where we was kind of thrown off by it, but even then, there's still good dudes, and, you know, you, you just you move on from it. I like the also point. There we go. That That's what I'm talking about. That guy wants you to know he's on a motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I'd, I'd like to also point out though that uh, we may be 18 now, mm-hmm. but we're still young podcast adults, and we're still mm-hmm. working out what it is to be fully fledged podcast oh, adults. Man. Yeah, so. and that's the thing. It's like we could fucking suck the next 10 episodes. Yeah, but you're still gonna listen, aren't you? You fucking motherfuckers. Just kidding. I love you. I'll <laughs> stop it. For the Don't bu- leave. For the no. <laughs> For the bitches, man. Everybody <laughs> asks me, so Rob, why you do this a podcast? For the bitches. That's right. <laughs> That's it, you know. But I mean, it's 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 cool, you know. Yeah. I um I, I really really looking forward to where this may go, and like, and, and shit like that. Yeah, but. I was just gonna say, um, because again, I think what the what the the blog post uh, really what stood out to me is like the the idea that like it really just is when you can look at the little things and appreciate like that that there's amazing beauty and like just the little tiniest things in the world that's what can that's what can make your outlook better you know what i mean like reading your post and talking about like just you just erica playing with with brooke at the, at the lake and everything the simplest thing in the world that can make you the happiest you know i was walking i've been walking around a little bit like i mentioned earlier and i, I you know like i just i was thinking about how when you, you know you drive through areas that you're very familiar with and you're like yeah i know this place like the back of my hand whatever it's nothing special you know but then if you actually take the time to walk through places that you're very familiar with, or at least you think you're very familiar with, mm-hmm. you find shit that is incredible, you right. know? Like, the other day I was walking through Old Weathersfields, my favorite part of Connecticut, and I went sort of to the outskirts, not on Main Street, but uh, I forget what road it is. But in any event, I found this little plaque, and I took a picture of it, I put it up on Instagram with, with, the, with the picture of the house, and uh, it, it said something like... Um, you know, this was the home of one of the early adventurers who uh, helped to found Weathersfield, basically. And I, I also like that the fact that he used adventurers. That's a dope phrase. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, it was like it was built in like 1634, which is when Weathersfield was uh, was um, settled. And to me, that's incredible. That's probably maybe not the oldest house in Connecticut, but one of the oldest houses in Connecticut. And then today, I was walking through Newington, uh, Newington Center. And, you know, I was walking by a, a funeral home, which is very ominous for a fat guy trying to get in shape. But nice. um, but but I noticed, you know, I've driven by that place a hundred thousand times. And I noticed that, like, near the entrance is this, they made this little sort of waterfall. And it's like, oh, that's really, you know, that's nice. For the people that are going through that stuff, they walk in and they see this little peaceful waterfall and everything. It's just, I don't know, you know, you, you gotta you gotta stop and smell the roses, literally. And I'm glad you got to do that on your vacation. But you know what, though? Fuck that waterfall. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's me, nigga. Fuck everything. <laughs> fuck that blog post. Fuck the George. Damn it. Fuck this podcast. Fuck yeah. my, fuck everything. And fuck, we, fuck the bitches. All them bitches. But hey, look, we gotta go. This is the podcast. Um, I'm glad you guys got a chance to fucking be sappy as hell with us, you know, and, and mad whack. You know what's funny, too? I've been, like, real gay for my girlfriend lately. Word up. Like, real gay for her. Because, Tell me. No, because, you know, you go out there and it's like, I like you and shit. Right? You, you have know? fun with her and stuff, Yeah, it's right? like... 
why I like you, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You the start to be mean to her because yeah. you resent the fact that you yeah. like her? Yeah, like, why the fuck I like you, nigga? Get <laughs> fuck out of here, bitch. Go fucking walk, take a walk, you know what um, I mean? But now you, 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 you get to experience all those different things. But we'll talk about that and how gay I am for my girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> but listen, guys, appreciate you guys listening. Um, we'll catch us on the flip side, which is that gay black shit. People used to say back in the 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm jive shit I don't know what I'm talking about but hey I just appreciate you guys um, we'll be back here again soon and you know how we do as always let's get these holes baby yep